Welcome to Cowboys, not Eggheads. Home of the brave, not home of the fearful. The world needs more cowboys and fewer eggheads. We're everywhere podcasts are found. So tell your fellow cowboys. And let's keep the conversation alive on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Remember to subscribe, rate, review, and share. And now, Cowboys, not Eggheads, with Sam Fisher. Rock Cruise, Rock Cruise. So today we're going to do kind of a role reversal thing, just like I've done in the past with Jerry Cradival in Season 1. Um, but I uh, asked my my rock geek friend, Brent Rose, longtime friend, to come in and, and interview me about a couple of rock cruises that I went on. And uh, as I told Brent, I don't uh, expect anybody to really... I shouldn't say that, but I don't really expect anyone to listen to this. But if you do, enjoy it because it's kind of fun if you're into this thing. But you know, Brent, I looked at my uh, demographics earlier today, and uh, it's basically males between 45 and 59, and that's kind of who goes on these rock cruises. It sounds so, like that's a prime age for a rock cruise. If you hear, <laughs> sounds good. Yeah. So, Brent, the airways are yours. So he's going to interview me today. All right. Well, very good. Well, hey, so Sam, uh, let's just start at the beginning. I think you've been on, what, three cruises now? Uh, how many have you been on? Three rock cruises in the last year and a half. Boy. Uh, yeah, about the last, eight, about the last uh, 16 or 18 months, three rock cruises, yes. All right. So I know one of those was a KISS cruise. And what were the other two? The other two were the annual Monsters of Rock cruise, which is still going. It's... Um, uh, it's basically all these bands that uh, you and I listened to in high school on, on a ship. All right. So, do you know when rock when when did that start? Do you know? Uh, I think I think it's t- 2010, 2011, 12. About the same time I think Rocklahoma started. Okay. All these things started to pop up. That there seems to be this niche of guys of our age that uh, guys and gals that uh, kind of fit into that mold, and they're starting to have some some uh, disposable income and. Uh, by golly, people go. Yeah. They sell them out. All right. So you've been on three cruises. Did you have a favorite one? Um, that's a good question. Uh, I would I would say that the um, they were all fun. They're all fun. Um, I I would say that probably the first one was my favorite, just because I hadn't been to it and didn't know what to expect. Um, it's a lot of fun in the sense that, again, it's just people our age walking around a ship and but not only that it's the band members and so you are you know you're in the ice cream line with paul stanley or you're you know getting at the omelet stage with with you know tracy guns and george lynch i mean it's just it's very surreal yeah so yeah i mean the first one was it was it was it was i think just because because it was so surprising it was just kind of a fun surprise and even heather my wife um said on the second day she said to me she goes you know what i'll, I'll come to I'll, I'll do this again next year wow <laughs> so, well, mean, hey that's like, why you ended up uh, doing, a, doing a, another, right. cr- another cruise right, right. for the record she doesn't want to go on the third one but anyway actually actually yeah fourth one yeah had you been on just a normal cruise before i have uh, i only uh, once yes uh just kind of a caribbean thing but um it, 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 nothing like this and this is basically where you've got you know a whole bunch of bands on a ship and they are basically every hour there's something to see um and every band plays twice throughout the cruise and you've got a headliner band that plays like the big theater and there are two shows there and so you're it's it's really remarkable i mean i know you being the geek that you are um and i know you don't mind it when i call you a geek because we're both geeks but um (laughs) uh I can just see you. I mean, a lot of people have like spreadsheets and stuff, and like where they're gonna, what they're gonna do. And I don't get quite that elaborate, but I definitely have a game plan going into it, you know. And so you might, you might, uh, because they all play like an hour, you're forced to see, or you kind of know that they're gonna play their best songs or the songs you might not uh, that you recognize. Um, you know, they're gonna be like the last three songs, so you kind of like, oh well, I'm gonna catch that, and then I'll go to this next one or whatever. So it's it's uh, half of the fun is kind of the challenge of like I want to see everything that I can possibly see but it is f- impossible to see every band it's just flat impossible so how many how many stages or how many venues within the boat do they have where you can actually see them they, they have um, usually they have a or they they always have a 
uh, the pool stage, which is usually kind of the main attraction stage, either that or it's the theater stage. So every every ship has a theater. Um, so those are usually the two main stages, so to speak. And then they'll have there's a smaller on on this particular sh- ships they they had a smaller uh, venue that I like a lot. It's my favorite one. I can't remember what they call it, but it's basically I think it's the ice rink, and they take the ice rink out of the thing, and it's so it's 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 a smaller venue, maybe. Oh, I don't know, four or five hundred people, maybe tops. But it's you can sit down or you can be on the floor. But everybody's got a great seat. I mean, it's you, there's no bad seats. So, and then they have also they have like they'll have like even the private lounges where you might only get maybe maybe a hundred. It'll be packed. They'll they'll do those once in a while. So um, anywhere from four to five different venues usually. All right. So are, th- are there any, uh, you just kind of mentioned the lounges. Are there any like spontaneous? I mean, I'm sure a lot of these guys come in and end up wanting to, uh, you know, to either play together or just, you know, have a cocktail with their buddies that maybe they haven't seen in decades or right. any, any spontaneous jam sessions yes. that happen. Yes. I'm glad you asked that. Um, I don't know if they're spontaneous. I think they're pull. The, the jam itself is spontaneous, or the, the the jam is planned, but the whatever they play is spontaneous, if that makes sense. So on the Kiss Cruise, they actually had, they, they just rotated in and out. And Brent Woods, from formerly of the band Wildside, and he's Sebastian Box guitar player, and he's in a bunch of different bands. He's a really good player. He usually organizes this with another guy by the name of Tyson Leslie. Now, Tyson Leslie is a keyboard player, he lives in Nashville, but he's from Kansas City, and he was in the band. Now I'm going to forget it now, which drives me crazy. Um, Banshee. He was in a band called Banshee back in the day, which came to Omaha a lot. Um, but anyway, he is an extraordinarily talented cat who can play every single instrument. Um, I, and I've seen him play every single instrument on stage. So he'll just fill in wherever he needs to be. But he's usually kind of the guy that um, organizes these things along with Brent Woods. Anyway... Um, on the Kiss Cruise, they did that, and so they just rotate musicians in and out. Sometimes they do maybe spontaneously come on stage, but usually, I mean, I've talked to Tyson about it. It's a lot of work for him to put all this together. I mean, just a ton of work, and sometimes he's 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 only on the cruise because of that. He's the guy in charge of all of that. Um, but... Uh, uh, so you had like the guys from like Heart come through, like the original guys from Heart, Hall of Famers. The, 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 they were Hall of Famers. The, the the the, and I'm sorry, I don't remember their names. Howard Lease, I think, is the guitar player and the the drummer. But they 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 came through and, and did a couple songs, and then it would, wouldn't be necessarily hard songs. It might have been like like a yes song or something. I mean, who knows? Um, but the the highlight of the show for me was the um. Uh, there was a mountain song, and I I don't know all Leslie West stuff, uh, but it was a deep track for Mountain, and I I wish I I wish I knew what the name of the song was, but it was awesome, and it was totally set up for guitar soloing, <laughs> and so you had uh, at the time you had Tracy Guns from L.A. Guns and George Lynch, who we all know is my favorite guitar player from Dokken and Lynch Mob, um, they were on the stage and they. Um, so they were both kind of trading solos or whatever, but George was so over the top. I mean, he basically left no doubt about who was the best guitar player on that ship at that time. And Tracy Guns, at one point, he just he just stopped playing and he sat on the drum riser and watched George. <laughs> it was an incredible moment, and I actually have a picture of that where Tracy Guns is sitting on the drum riser, just pointing at Lynch like he's he's That's the, the guy. he's he's the guy. Um, so just very cool stuff. Very cool stuff. Yeah. You know, you know, playing mountain songs that I'd never recognized, but still it was just a great moment. Obviously the influence, you know, Leslie West and, uh, you know, it's kind of fun cause they, you know, appreciate the, the ones that kind of came and before them and yeah. put the foundation down for what allows them to do what they do. For sure. And I, I feel bad because on this last cruise, um, uh, Nuno Betancourt is kind of the, one of the current day recognized, like shred heroes or whatever um uh, he was uh, we did a photo op and so you, you have very few very few seconds to talk to these guys in these photo ops you actually have you know i saw nuno later at, a, at the pizza shop i had more time to talk to him but anyway <laughs> um uh i said you know i can't you know nuno i can't decide who's the best guitar player on this 
on the ship. It's it's either you or George, and uh, it was a cute little moment. And he just said, "Well, I know." And I go, "Well, it's good to have a co- <laughs> it's good to have some confidence, you know." But uh, and then he said, "You know," and then I walked away from the photo. He's like, "Hey, listen, George Lynch is a huge influence for me." But what I forgot at that time was that guess who else was on that ship at the time? Michael Schenker. Now there would be no Michael, there would be no Nuno Betancourt, and there probably would be no George Lynch without a little bit of influence of, of a lot of influence from Michael Schenker. So um, maybe uh, you know, apologies to you, Michael Schenker. Uh, I got to meet him too. Um, you know, he's seventy five year old freaking master. I mean, oh yeah. Uh, so UFO influenced UFO. a lot, yeah. lot of, a lot of, a lot of bands out there for sure. And yep. just in the seventies, classic player. Yeah, absolutely. So kind of, you know, you brought up Nuno. How was the new music accepted? So obviously, Extreme has their new album out, and you know, he was kind of known for the guitar solo and Rise. How mm-hmm. was that accepted by the fans as compared to some of the historical the, stuff? I, I saw it. I was there when he first played it live, and it just went all over the place on the internet. Um, so how is it? I'm sorry. What's the question? No, just, was, how is it accepted by the fans? Oh, because, you very know, much so. Very much so. Everybody remembers this, the old stuff, but how about the right. new stuff? No, the new stuff. People love it. Love it. I mean, it, it just getting a huge kick out of it. Um, and he is phenomenal. I mean, he he plays that stuff note for note. Um, they, I, I would say, they the the extreme people. They they are they are loyal fans. Um, but I would say that the non extreme people also just love that new stuff. Loved it. Yeah, very good. And uh, yeah, he, he also hurt himself playing basketball on the <laughs> ship. And so the, the third night, he did something to his knee. It's pretty well known, actually, now. But uh, uh, yeah, he was so mad at himself. And he's such a—he's a consummate professional. And 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 so that their last show that they did at the theater, he was—he had to sit down and play seated, and he was so apologetic about it. He yeah, was, and he's like, "I'm never going to do that again." It's just stupid because you know my my job is to be a guitar player. A guitar and player. I'm sorry, guys. I mean, like, apologize. They're like, hey, it's all good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so when you mentioned they they play a couple of times, do they play the same sets, knowing that people can't uh, join there, or do they change the you, set? That's list? an outstanding question, and I th- would say most of the time it is indeed the same set. Okay. Yep. All righty. And uh, is there? You know, you told me a story about. Uh, catching george uh, you know basically in an elevator on some <laughs> steps uh around breakfast time on one of the days kind of fill me in on that one yeah yeah sure um so those listeners who don't know well i've talked about george lynch a little bit on here but i mean he's he's sort of a big deal i mean he's the top i think he's ranked 68th of all the greatest players of all time by guitar world magazine and i believe that's by their peers maybe it's the fans but he's you know he's a, he's a top player most people recognize him as a top player from the 80s um, and uh, so it's kind of a big deal for me to have a quasi relationship with him um, because he built a guitar for me. But so Heather and I were gonna go to breakfast one morning, and uh, it just it's just surreal. Um, she was late as usual on these cruises. I'm like because I have my spreadsheet or whatever. I'm like everything's timed out. Like let's go, let's go, let's go. We gotta eat breakfast now. We gotta go see this that you know. So if, if anything's delayed by ten minutes. You know the old typical male female thing. It's like the end of the world, and she was late, and so I'm just like, oh my god, you know. And so she's like ten minutes. We d- we went to breakfast ten minutes later, and I thought we would, but because of that, uh, we just happened to run into George, and so it was just odd. I mean, he it, 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 we're in a elevator bay, taken to or in a lobby basically, um, waiting to take the elevator down to this. To go get breakfast at this ballroom thing and and it's just heather and i and heather's just like oh my you know i'm just i see him i mean he, there he is i'm like hey george you know S- 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 sam fisher how are you doing he goes yeah yeah somebody told me you were gonna be on this phone i mean just like he's so full of it but he's like well what are you guys doing i'm like well we're going to breakfast george we're gonna go down and he goes where are you going i go well the palace ballroom george he goes oh well you could do that or you could come with me to the artist lounge and i'm like We'll do that, George. And uh, so, <laughs> just it's it's nuts. Heather doesn't say anything the entire time because she's her mouth is to the floor, and uh, it's just kind of a surreal experience. And he doesn't, George doesn't do elevators. He he just doesn't do elevators. These these artists are very quirky. Um, but he's always had claustrophobia and whatever. He doesn't like to fly either. But so he says, "Well, I don't do I don't do elevators. So we're gonna do the stairs. It's the staircase is right there. And so you know, we went down three or four flights. Big deal. And uh, so then we actually walked the length of the ship to the other side to, to the artist lounge. I had no idea where it was at. I was just following him. But it was just it was just surreal because we you know people are just 
I was walking to breakfast with George Lynch. You know, it's just insane. And all these people are going by and like, hey, George, hey, George, good morning, good morning. I mean, just like, what the hell? Um, and uh, so we get to the artist lounge and so we sit down and like, you know, there's the members of LA Guns at one table and the members of Warren at another table. And it's kind of hilarious because half of these people have been in the lynch mob because it's such a rotating <laughs> man. And uh, yeah, we, I just, Heather and I had breakfast with him for an hour and he couldn't have been nicer and um i i actually asked him if he'd be on this particular podcast and he he said well aren't we doing a podcast now i go well sort of um <laughs> it's not it's not recorded but yeah, we're chatting so, so kinda, yeah. and i kind of put my phone i put my phone on the seat and said oh yeah we've been recording the whole time it's, hey. it's, it's, it's kind of funny um but yeah it's just uh unbelievable Unbelievable opportunity, and Heather really—I don't think Heather said one word the entire time. Okay. Well, well hopefully like, you told her thanks because if she's not late by ten minutes, yeah, uh, exactly. you know I, that doesn't happen. I so. did, I did. I recognize her now. I'm recognize her to, to the the people in the forty countries that listen to this podcast. So, <laughs> all right, very good. So you mentioned, actually, yeah, countries. So you just mentioned obviously people, yeah, you running into people in the hallway and oh, hey, George, this that. Um, you know, obviously, some fans can be over the top. Were there any experiences, or did you hear of anything with just that super fan that was just no, too much? That's that's a good, great question, and that's I think why these artists love. From what I can tell, they really love the obviously because they, they they basically have got the obligation to two two things, and they're off for two days as well. So, um, I think they love it because. Because there is not, I didn't see anything. I mean, some. I mean, sometimes because of personalities of people, some people are going to be a little more pushy than me or whatever. Um, but people are not. They they really kind of respect that space. I mean, I I, I was shocked to see Paul Stanley honestly in uh, up at the buffet line just getting ice cream. Like what in the? I mean, I, I was really surprised to see that. Like Gene, you wouldn't. I didn't see Gene the entire time. That doesn't mean he wasn't walking around the ship, but I just didn't see him. Um, but no, I mean, people really just leave them alone for the most part. I mean, you know, if they're sitting down eating, they're not going to, they don't go over there and gush all over the guy. They just let him eat, you know? And, um, so on the Kiss cruise, obviously Kiss plays, are there other bands that play on that as well? Or yeah, is it just yeah there were fewer bands on that one, but yes, uh, there, 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 there were, uh, probably, gosh, I don't know, 10 or 12 different bands on that. So Dawkins and Lynch Mob were two of them. Sorry, Kiss, but that's the only reason that I was on that ship. Um, so I was able to see that. And obviously George or not obvious that everybody, but he, the last several years he's been basically doing the last three songs with doc and he gets up and does the last three songs with doc. And so I was able to see that. And then, you know, like, uh, yeah, like warrant was on the ship and LA guns and, um, a band called uh, green jelly, which is, they're just hilarious. <laughs> um, and so, but not more than that. It wasn't quite as busy as the Monsters of Rock cruise. The the schedule wasn't as hectic, which was kind of nice, honestly. Yeah. So did you see, uh, like you mentioned, Paul in line just getting some food. Uh, like, do they come out and watch the other bands? They do. Um, uh, I saw Paul watch Dokken and Lynch Mob, and I saw Tracy Guns, who Heather just really likes. <laughs> he was basically watching everybody. And at one point I'm watching the Lynch Mob show and I turn around and there's Tracy Guns right behind me. He just rocking around. I mean it was it was awesome. Um so yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And uh you know, shout out to Tracy Guns cuz he is like the friendliest little guy you ever seen. He's just he's just happy on life, man. Um and Heather just like we're in like a small lounge watching Green Jelly. I mean, again, it's one of those lounges is maybe fifty to hundred people, and you're just like you're you're forced to stand by these guys, and and just watching him interact with everybody or watching him watch other bands is really cool. He's just a normal person like the rest of us, um, and couldn't be couldn't be more gracious uh, talking to people or whatever. And and uh, Heather said that he reminded her of uh, like Sammy Hagar that kind of a personality just oh. totally just totally cool well that's great to see because you know obviously a lot of fans are going to be there and in some cases that could be their hero so the fact that he's able to say hello to him and interact with him that's got to that's got to be a big deal. thing it almost gets embarrassing or not embarrassing but you know what I mean it's like okay you talk to him for 10 minutes or you know you got your fill and then like you see him the next day you're like hey how's it going oh good you know I mean it's just it's, it's, it's like this is, yeah it's kind of Seinfeld kind of thing I'm am I supposed to talk to him again or are they to talk to me again or i mean it's, it's what's, weird yeah what's that i mean look it's like? very intimate i mean it's it's, it's really yeah. cool besides uh Dokken or lynch mob uh you know if you kind of combine all three cruises is, is there a band that really stood out to you that you kind of said maybe you'd heard them once before maybe not but like that you really said man those guys brought it 
Kicks. Ah. Kicks, who ironically, I think this weekend or next, are playing their last show. Kicks. Absolutely Kicks. K-I-X. They're a band from Maryland. Been around for since the late 70s. Um, they are very fun to watch. Very entertaining. Um, they're total pros. They sound great. And they, they're kind of like Rush. They're hanging up for the right reasons. I mean, uh, they had a, a drummer who had a heart attack. And and um, actually, a guitar, guitar player this summer, I guess, had a stroke. Brian Forsyth. He's also, uh, what's the other band? I can't remember. He had a, a smile stroke. And anyway, uh, and Steve, uh, oh, God, I'm sorry, Steve, what's your last name? Whitman? Whit- Steve? Oh, I'm embarrassed. Sorry, Steve. Who we talked to. uh, uh He's a total great guy, but he's just he's he said, "Listen, I can't I can't hit these songs like I used to." He, if anybody knows the band Kicks, knows that they've got some stuff that are pretty high pretty range, high range there. yeah. And he just like I can't I can't authentically do that anymore, and I'm just done. Um, but they were great, I, I, absolutely Kicks, uh, a lot of fun to watch. All right, very good. You know, obviously you had the uh, the experience you talked about, Tracy and George. Um, any other players out there or band members that you just kind of had that happenstance, you know, conversation with or meeting them at the at the yeah, restaurants? Yeah, yes, yes. And and my typical thing is to try and get into a conversation about George Lynch because I'm curious to know what these other players say about George Lynch. So, um, uh, so I've talked to Reb Beach about George Lynch. Uh, well, and Reb, I, and Reb, not only, I mean, Reb, he was in Dawkins and right. had he to was play in, he was in Do- That's right. So he's played it. That's right. And I knew back in the day that he really was influenced by him. So I've talked to Reb about him. I talked to, um, uh, again, I, oh, the other, uh, the, guy, the, the guitar player from Dangerous Toys. And I would say Dangerous Toys is that other band. It's just a lot of fun to watch. Wow. Their guitar player is just like, the dude looks like he wants to be there. Talk to him. He looks, he's got a big old long red beard, and he looks like he's from Scott, uh, Gosh, dang it, I can't remember his last name. Scott. Anyway, uh, so I talked to him quite a bit about Lynch as well. Um, uh, who else? I'm trying to think. I mean, t- that Tyson Leslie, he's not, I mean, he's kind of behind the scenes in Vixen. They don't even recognize him when they introduce him, but he's like doing <laughs> all the keys and stuff. I've talked to him several times. Just a super nice guy. Super. I mean, as a matter of fact, he has a, in Nashville, He he's known for going around to these bars and doing those kind of, Oh, improv gigs sure. or whatever and i said listen man is there a place that i can like you know check you out like a facebook page or anything he just pulls out his business card with his cell phone here this is my this is my cell phone number just call me when you're in town i'm like oh, okay uh, okay all right <laughs> cool. uh, that works thanks so bro. is he a, and i'm trying not to get into that but like is he a session player down there being in nashville I don't know or if Tyson is, he just is. i'm sure he has the capability of being a session player but i think no I, I i don't think that's his main thrust i think his main thrust is 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 uh uh just kind of filling in for bands when they need it. Uh, I, I think he was this, I could be speaking out of school, but I think he's one of those, like, you know, during COVID was certainly somebody, I think, you know, filled in for guys or was the second string or whatever. Um, but he's, oh, he's so talented. Just, yeah. I mean, like, my gosh, he just played, like, every instrument on the stage. I mean, drums, freaking bass, keys, guitar, you name it. Well, it's great they have someone to organize a lot of those in order to be able to, to pull that through right. and kind of he's, pull that he's from the, the fans guy. together. He's the go-to guy. Very good. So, like, when do they start? And I'm trying to get into the logistics a little bit. You talked about kind of mapping out and having a spreadsheet. Like, what time of the day do these shows start? Um, it The shows usually start at um, usually noon, although on the first Sunday they have, uh, what do they call it? Uh, the Hangover... Uh, uh, what do they call it? The hangover. Uh, a lot of bloody, bloody, bloody Mary. Mary the Bloody Mary hangover okay. part jam or whatever with Joel Hookstra. Um, Another good player. Yeah, very good. Uh, very good. Um, so that was the one that was like before noon, I can remember, it was like at 10. Uh, because I, I didn't drink on that particular crew or no. Is that true? I hadn't drank the night before anyway. That's right. I wasn't hungover. Um, but <laughs> uh, it was it was very enjoyable. Um but usually at noon, if if we're out at if we're out at sea, it's going to be noon, and it's basically from noon to one o'clock in the morning. After that, if you're if you're on dock, they might have there's there are people that stay on the ship, so you might have like a one or a noonish band, and then but there isn't anything to like four thirty or five, and then again it just runs the entire night. All right. So hey, kind of going back to your uh, your hour conversation and your breakfast with George, is there anything <laughs> you, you're very familiar with him and his body of work. Uh, 
anything that he said or anything that you learned that surprised you? Um, not really. Um, I'm trying to think. I wish I would have written down all the stuff I asked him or talked to him about. Um, the one thing that is interesting about George is he does not like, and I didn't, I think that's why we get along is because I don't ever gush adoration on him or anything like that. Um, like, dude, you're the bastard. You know, you just don't, he doesn't like it. But I did, towards the end of breakfast, I was telling him a story about meeting Kel Rhodes, who's Randy Rhodes' brother, uh, at the Musonia in California, um, where where that's Randy Rhodes' mother had a school, and Kel Rhodes is Randy's brother, mm-hmm. and and George when when Ozzy or George was up for the Ozzy gig, and it was actually three times, but the first time when Randy got it, George went to take Randy's spot at Musonia. As a teacher, and one of his first te- one of his first students, so he inherited all Randy's students, and one of his students was Brent Woods, believe it or not. Um, and uh, so he, I, I mean, I knew that Kel Rhodes then would have a pretty good knowledge of what Randy thought of George or whatever. So I asked him, who did Randy think at the time was the top player in Los Angeles? Now we're talking about. You know, 75, 6, 77, 78, 79. So there's lots of players back then. Obviously, Edward, Eddie Van Halen was at the top of the mountain. and But he, Randy, without, according to Kel Rhodes, and I, I have this in print and I have it from him talking to me, he said he thought that George Lynch was the best player at that time. So I was sharing that story with George. I go, and I just said, you know, Randy thought a lot of you. And George was extremely uncomfortable with that. And he basically was at the end of our conversation. That was kind of like, that was the end of breakfast. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. And so it was, it was very interesting how he doesn't, he just, he's so humble. And he doesn't, he, I think he appreciates respect and all that, but I don't, he just doesn't, he doesn't like to be compared to Eddie Van, and I have to ask him about Eddie Van Halen too, and he just laughs at you. I'm like, you know, and, and I've seen him in interviews where he'll just, he said, "Yeah, yeah, yeah. I taught Eddie every, every, everything he knows. Before I, I had a song called Explosion, then he called it Eruption. You know, he's just totally, <laughs> totally joking. You know, um, so that was that was interesting. I mean, I basically so to answer your question, I learned anything. Yeah, don't George knows what he is, but don't don't talk to him about it. Okay, <laughs> just enjoy him. And, uh, talk about other other subjects. Yeah, so exactly. Very good. Exactly." And uh, so you've been on three times. Is this? Uh, would you do it again? Oh, in a heartbeat, you want to go? That's they only have yeah. fifty rooms. Yeah, they have get 50. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I'd even sleep with another man in the same bed for this thing. <laughs> I won't be doing that. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I absolutely do it again. Not this next year because Heather says we're she's not up for it. But yeah, I'd, yeah. It's 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 a lot. That's the thing. A lot of people um, they. Um, they go every year, and so they they run into the same people every year. And I've you know it's funny because I've actually met friends, um, or not friends, but I mean people I talk to on social media or whatever. Um, and uh, and you just see them every year, or you know it's just so it's funny. Um, Dan Pate, you know who you are. Um, so, <laughs> uh, yeah, it's 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 just a lot of fun. It's 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 like going back to. It's 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 like a summer camp for adults, but you go every year. I mean, so you know, it's like re or like high school reunion every year. Or That's something. great. So, kind of going back to your first year, that was probably the first year post COVID. Uh, I would assume, or did they go before? Mm, yes, that? it was because we we were delayed. I was supposed to go in twenty, and it wasn't until twenty one that the cruise happened. That's correct. So, how I'm just kind of curious, just on a broad scale, how was the energy on that one? Because look, oh, the energy, ev- the energy. Because everybody had been holed up for a couple years for That's the most a good part. Question. Oh, it was well. It was my first one, so I thought it was pretty good. Pretty uh, clearly, people were glad to get out. And it's you didn't ask this question, but I answered anyway. Um, we were supposed to wear masks uh, in the hallways and that. That's that's how they were going to do it. And everybody had a mask on to get on the boat. But I'm telling you right now, the second people got on that boat, <laughs> nobody had masks on. And I'm not saying even I'm not saying people didn't wear it. Even this last cruise, people wore masks. That's sure. fine, yeah. but very few, very few. You know, again, you have to realize who these people are. I mean, they're they're rock and rollers, and they're you know, 
bikers or whatever. I mean, people like their freedom. So um, it was pretty interesting. Pretty interesting. But, you know, some artists had masks on. That's cool. Whatever. All right. So, actually, speaking of that, and I'm going to completely change the subject on you here. Yeah. Not being cruise, but I, uh, you happen to run into a particular gal, I think, at the uh, local grocery store. Uh, wearing a shirt, oh, and yeah. uh, you guys actually kind of talked about COVID a little bit. So fill me oh, in on no, that no, one. Oh no, no, was it? She was wearing a shirt. I don't, I don't, I don't know. For whatever, I, I, I let her go. There's a gal. It was an older lady, and she told me she was 85. Um, I thought she was wearing a shirt. No, no, we just got in a conversation oh, okay. about whatever, and she's. Uh, we're just in the grocery. I mean, we're not talking about a period of more than five, six minutes, but. Sometimes you just cut to the shit when you get older. But uh, she she told me how she was a huge Iron Maiden fan. I'm like, what in the world? <laughs> and she pulls out her she pulls out her she pulls out her Iron Maiden like member card. You know, all the glossy laminated members card. You know, the official Iron Maiden member card. But she, you know, I she's telling me in depth things about you know nico and and uh she knows more than members than i do I and mean, you know you got nico and you got bruce and you got uh now i'm going blake adrian smith and i can't remember the other one but um she knows all the bruce. band members inside out and she goes oh they send me a christmas card every year and and she was telling me how excited she was to go to the next iron maiden concert the first one after covid I'm like, all right, ah. 85 years old. And uh, <laughs> uh, I said, and so I just kind of got the gumption to ask her. I go, I just looked around. And I said, I go, are you frightened of COVID? And she freaking laughed in my face. It was awesome. It was awesome. <laughs> Nothing like meeting an 85-year-old uh, gal that is an Rocker, Iron Maiden not, fan she, that's not afraid scared, of COVID. She's so. scared of COVID, dude. No uh, way. That's awesome. Well, who knows? Maybe uh, she'll be on the cruise next time. Next time you go on one, you never so, know. Yeah. Uh, any like uh, anything? And then Sam, I'm gonna say I don't know how long this is supposed to go from a you know uh, there's podcast. No time limit, there's dude. no oh, there's no time limit. No All right. Told me anything. Uh, oh. I'm not regulated by anybody. Not, so not regulated. All right. Very good. Uh, what did you have? Obviously, the, the the breakfast with George had to be big, but there was a, was there another moment that you kind of just looked at? And maybe you know, looked at Heather, or just kind of looked at your even within yourself to go like, okay, this is a really cool experience, and I'm so glad that I'm here. Um, you know, one of those experiences was um, we're not going to get into it, but Brent knows my love hate relationship with Don Dawkin. Um, and I'd never met Don, and honestly, I didn't know if I wanted to meet Don just because of. The whole history. thing, the whole history of George and Don being against each other, and you know, either take one side or the other, and all this, whatever. Uh, and so, John Levin, Don's guitar player of um, twenty year, twenty plus years now, who is a fantastic guitar player, um, and. George admittedly even says he plays my stuff better than I do because he just he's you know, he's doing it George, every George night. never plays the same thing twice in a night. That's why I love yeah. him. But um, he, I, I saw him on the ship's deck uh, above the pool, and I said, "Hey, man!" I go, "Great, you know, it's really," and I truly meant it. It was a great show last night. This, that, and the other. So he goes, "Oh, what's your name?" And I, you know, that's really cool. These guys actually ask you what your name is. That's when this, you know, like. And I actually, by the way, now make a point of telling them my name. Like, hey, my name's Sam. I'm from Omaha. You know. You know, that's how you normally do things yeah, anyway, right. right? But um, so I talked to him, and and I, 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 I you know, I just told him how met, how much Doc had meant to me, and this, that, and the other, and just it was a very cool conversation. He's like, "Well, hey, do you want to meet Don?" And I'm like, "Ah." Uh, because I really didn't know how to answer that. I'm like, ah, uh, I go, honestly, I'd be too nervous for me. He goes, no, dude, you got to meet Don. You got to meet Don. I'm like, no, ah. Uh. And so he, like, drags me over to where Don's at uh, and, like, inter almost interrupts another person, like, you know, really, really, like, giving me the VIP treatment, right? Yeah. And and Don, Don, you got to meet, you got to. And so that was, I was nervous. I'll be honest with you. I was nervous to meet Don Dawkins. I really was. Um, I actually told George that. Um uh, and it was a, it was it was one of those moments because listen this guy um, I actually posted this on Facebook on his 70th birthday this is a guy that uh, has had a lot of trials and tribulations in his life he was he was adopted or uh, he was adopted he has no idea who his parents were and then I think uh, actually I don't know if he, he was he wasn't adopted he was an orphan 
he was an orphan and uh he was raised in foster homes and went lived in multiple foster homes and has been through a lot of depression in his life etc 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 but because of all of his life experiences he's written a lot of songs that frankly have gotten and now we're born to the geek zone Brent um that frankly have got me through a lot of tough situations and so you have got to respect that and so yes that was a moment that I thought wow how lucky am I to be actually able to talk to this guy who wrote all these lyrics that got me through a lot of crap in life and uh he he couldn't have been he couldn't have been nicer he was cool as hell um just cool as hell and um yeah, I'd tell you a story, but I don't want my wife over here. But um, <laughs> I, I whispered something in his ear about an ex-girlfriend of mine, and, and he, he just he just he just laughed at me. He goes, "Oh, we've all had that, you know, that experience." Um, it was cool. It was really cool. All right, all right, that's good. And, and so, you know, after that experience, did your um, opinion might not be the right word but the emotions that maybe that you had held had that changed after that interaction for dawn oh uh, yes of course yes yes i finally saw the light yeah Yeah, you gotta respect i mean he you know it's complicated as a real thing but yeah i mean absolutely yeah. Absolutely, and he, Don's got a new album now. They just released a song, and it's freaking awesome. So he's still cranking, man. Yep. Well, it's good. To you those... got to respect that. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. Can't I say mean... worth of shit, but we all. I'll let you do. anyway. Uh, yeah, just go through there. <laughs> but you know what? He's also not Vince Neil. And he's also not playing the tracks. So you also have to respect that. I mean, you know, it. Uh, what you hear is what what he's singing so yeah. you got to respect that yeah all right so that actually brings up something so you're on a boat you know these guys they're they're going from stage to stage uh band after band after band um uh, is it all live are there any tracks that you're aware of what what is what is it from a production standpoint what's that like i can't answer that question uh well kiss was yes kiss <laughs> Absolutely. Well, no. absolutely it was tracks and 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 other people well no he's singing well yes he's singing but he's singing with a track you're singing him open his mouth and maybe you're going to hear some of it but he's not i mean he's it's it's not completely live he's singing to a track so kiss was yes they were singing to a track and everybody's fine with that there's and, and but i will say this i will say this i I have such a deeper appreciation for Kiss and their fans after being on that cruise. Because you learn a lot of history. It's like, you know, you're a Rush geek. And a lot of Rush, by the way, a lot of Rush a lot uh, of Rush shirts on that boat. All right. Um, <laughs> uh, but it, just, it was very interesting to, to, to learn all of the, to, just to kind of dig in a little bit more on the history and stuff. And, and and Gene and Paul don't they don't necessarily they're not best pals but they are business partners and they have created something that is bigger than anything's been ever created in rock and roll and you can't you can't take that away I mean people's pay tens I mean we we had dinner one night with a couple that they were gonna after let's see I don't know if, which cruise that was it doesn't really matter but they were going to Vegas next because Gene had this you know you pay ten grand and you've <laughs> You 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 got to have dinner with Gene or something. Yeah yeah yeah. Basically, spent an hour or two with Gene, and they were like bidding on his art and or whatever. I guess Paul's artist. They're bidding on all his rare stuff from his vault and this that and the other. And I mean, these people are just like that's they are into it, man. Kind of like you. I mean, they 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 uh, in the sense of that they 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 really value a lot. I mean, I'm not a big collector, but these folks were. Yep. Yeah, Monica, I showed her a, a collection of uh, Neil snares, but there was a hard no on that one this morning. So uh, not not going to happen. Um, Here, dear, so, if we don't eat for like a month and a half, I can buy these snares. Yeah, it might be even. A, yeah, if I could go without food six months, six maybe. months, six months of groceries. Okay, so go through that. Uh, what? So with these cruises, uh, and again, I'm going to kind of get back. Are, are, those, are these a week long? Are these four days? Uh, yeah, all, they're five. All, I think, Brent. I think they're five. Four nights and five days i don't want to say yeah so they've they've departed at different times of the week um the kiss crews i think departed monday we came back friday and i think the monsters are usually depart on uh saturday and you come back on like a wednesday or thursday 
All right. So obviously you probably have some shore stops somewhere, excursions, or I don't know what you yeah. want to call it. But like, so do any, what? Do any, <laughs> well, that's my question. Do any of the bands play? Do they go offshore and play somewhere? No, they do not. They do not play. It's always always on the boat. I think just logistically, uh, that would be tough. Too, to too do. much of a hassle. Yeah. Um, no. The, the if the bands are off the ship, they're doing like what we are, and, I, and you'll see them. I mean, you saw mm. you see them out there. The same the beaches that you are. I mean, so yeah. it's kind of crazy. All right, very good. Um, you know, as you kind of come through and you kind of take a look at it, you know, a lot of a lot of great experiences that you had. Um, a favorite uh, is there one that you said I had the most fun, and, and you know whether from a event, from event just like watching a band. You kind of said you know what you had the the pool side or you had the ice rink, you had larger, you had smaller. Right. Was there one that you just kind of said, oh, man, that was just a phenomenal show uh, that you weren't expecting? Uh, good question. Uh, none, honestly, nothing sticks out um and i think mean nothing really sticks out to be honest she's like the one that like stood above everybody else or anything like that it's because i think you are like you you go from one show and now you're just going the next one i mean like we gotta run down to the four five fours to get the next one (laughs) and so you don't really get to soak it in i think maybe that's one of the reasons but uh, you know I, i will say that the 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 Doc and Reunion show when George came out it, it it's I was in the very front row I mean and there's actually a video of it um, he came out and it he always <laughs> George always wants his amp to be the loudest and my God Almighty they turned his amp up so high and it almost blew a hole through my chest it was pretty memorable I I actually told him that the next day I'm went like, to spinal, like, spinal tap eleven dude that was loud he goes oh was it because he he's got earplugs I, like, I did too but I mean he's he's up on the stage he's not getting blown away by this freaking amp well maybe he was but um that was that was memorable I mean it just, just it was out on the pool perfect weather you know it's nighttime um. Uh, that 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 was. I mean, whenever you're on the pool, I think those those stick out to me more, just because either like the sail away show, uh, you're like you know you're you're going out of Miami port or something or Orlando port or and they're just just freaking full blast. Um, I think those pool shows stick out a little bit more just because of the atmosphere of it. It's, you know, they're all there's two decks and everybody's up and around the pool, um, and you, you, there's really not a bad view in the house, and it's you really get the sense that you're on a cruise. And so any of those shows certainly, you know, the Mountain Jam was on the pool deck, that the docking show that I just mentioned was on the pool deck. So those. Uh, those seem to stick out a little bit more. Did the weather cooperate? You just mentioned not uh, always, like, like <laughs> not of- always. The sail away show on the second uh, Monsters of Rock cruise was supposed to be Lynch Mob, and it was a freaking hurricane, man. I mean, like I have videos of like these chairs. Was hurricane on the like, was- forty mile an hour freaking winds, like blowing chairs over and stuff. Was, and- was, her- was hurricane on the uh, docket to play? I don't even know if they still are out there. Uh, well, the, the, well, band, the old band. Uh, uh, well, Kill Hansen's the. Uh, yeah. Was their old singer? He's no, that's a true. He's a foreigner now. Uh, yeah. I think they are, but no, I, he was not on. The, they're not on the okay. docket. Would have been appropriate, but uh, yeah, it was not always best. I mean, uh, so that was really, but that's the only day I can think of that was just it was that sail away, and that, that was disappointing because the sail away show is kind of a key key show that's, in the sense that everybody, you about everybody on the ships there, and everybody gets the, the the group picture and all that. So that was kind of sad, but, you know, what are you going to do? So you mentioned meet and greets before. Uh, Are you able, is that something that you have to purchase extra? Is it kind of included in the ticket? Well, that's a very good question. The answer is it it depends. Some bands do have their own private pay-for meet and greets, and people get a little ticked about it. Um, I know Stephen Pearson, I think, did that. Um, But there are meet and greets that are just more photo ops, and it's, it's a total... The band's there. They have a professional photographer, and you're just you're kind of herded through like cattle. Um, but you know you do get the professional photo with the rest of the band. So, um, uh, but honestly, if you walk around, the chances are you're gonna see or to get, have an opportunity to talk to these guys. All right, because they're just on the ship like you, man. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, are you aware? Have there been any collaborations, maybe, that have come out with some of these guys, to where maybe they hooked up 
you know, on the boat and chatting, like, dude, I'd mm. love to play with you sometime. No, that's a really good question. Um, no, not that I'm aware of, but I'm sure something like that may have spawned. I mean, I don't know. I mean, uh, but nothing that I'm aware of specifically. Okay. I, I think- don't like Eddie Trunks on the boat. Uh, also, you know, the kind of the voice of that whole scene. And he's doing his radio show live from the boat. And he's he's been known to put together bands sort of like that. I mean, like the, uh, not the Dead Daisies, but the, um, oh, Jeepers Creepers. What's the name of that band? It's got Billy Sheehan and... Uh, Sons of Apollo? Sons of Apollo, I there believe. There we go. That's uh, Just Got Soto. Yeah, I, th- I, think, uh, I think that Bumblefoot. was... Bumblefoot. Is it? Sheehan, I think. I think it? it's Sons of Apollo or... One of those bands. Anyway, he 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 was put them together. I mean, no, but Richie Cotson's in this one. I'm talking about it's ah, Cotson, okay. and I'm just drawing a blank. That's okay. Uh, but he's he basically put that band together. Um, uh, so you know, who knows? I mean, he he's he's kind of the broker of those things, and he's certainly on the ship. So yeah, okay. So is he? Is he? I mean, I, I, I I'm sorry to interrupt, but one of the yeah. things that was really cool, another cool moment was. Uh, Tommy Skeo from Tesla, who's been out of the band for many years, he got thrown out, I don't know, 15 years ago for the second round of drug problems, and he's clean now. But Brian Wheat was on was on, a guest on Eddie Trunk's show, and, and Eddie Trunk arranged it where Tommy Skeo and Brian Wheat uh, were on the same show at the same time, and we saw it being broadcast. It was wild. Um uh, and they hadn't talked to each other in like uh, over a decade. Wow! So that was that was pretty neat. <laughs> yeah. So so when he does when he does those are those just little side interviews or is he doing it from the stage where others can kind of come and watch? And, uh, he, and usually crowd interaction? A, he usually does it. He usually does it at a there's usually a sports bar and so he'll usually do it at a sports bar and it's just a table. It's an eight foot table there and they just come right in and so you're just sitting at the sports bar. It's it's pretty it's pretty compact. I mean you can't. Uh, you have to get there early if you're going to okay. watch it, um, get a table, which we've done a couple times. Yeah. Fine. And, and are those on the schedule as well? So you yeah. kind of know when that happens. They, they are so on the schedule. A- there's a, And there's so many other things in the schedule. Like you can, you know, like, you know, paint a picture with Paul Stanley or, uh, <laughs> I mean, uh, he had a cooking show, you know, which was uh, nuts. And then uh, never thought that. Uh, Gene and uh, his wife, Shannon Tweed, did this newlywed show with the other people on the boat, which is a ton of fun. It's hilarious. Because Gene knows nothing about Shannon. <laughs> I mean, it was really funny, but it's a lot of fun. So they have they have tons of stuff besides just the the normal shows. Just the, on the concert sides. Yeah, uh, that's awesome. So uh, I, I guess with with the bands when they're kind of playing out there, uh, you went to two Monsters of Rock. Same bands, the same, or some similar, some different, or do they really try to rotate that around? Well, see, that's where Heather gets in. That's where we saw them. Um, there are some bands that go every. Um, uh, let me try and think of an example. Um, like Faster Pussycat's going to be on every single one of these shows. Uh, they're, they're they're just they're fantastic, fun band to watch. They're always on. Um, so the answer is, it, it it's a combo. It's a combo. I mean. I'm th- trying to think of the repeats. Like Faster Pussycat was a repeat. Um, uh, I don't know. There's two or three others that were the same. But um, you get some variety. But, but you from get year variety. Year. You yeah. get a Slaughter here, a Warrant there, or a Dockin here, or a Great White there, or Tesla, or Alice Cooper, or, or, or whatever. So, um, yeah, it's it, it's it's different every year. I mean, uh-huh. this next year they have Joe Satriani. I don't think he's ever been on the boat. Oh. Um, so yeah. he's the headliner. Satchel be. I wonder if the waves. He's so particular the way he plays. I wonder if uh, that <laughs> boat rocks a little too Boy, much. Boy, it's crazy sometimes off. watching those guys. I mean, in, particularly in the theater, you see these freaking big speakers are just swinging. If it get, we get a little into swell, you're just like, man, how do they do that? They're just they're up there on the on the stage, kind of rolling around like they're drunk. <laughs> oh man, that's kind of a you know a crazy deal. What? Um, so you started off by saying, hey, most people are probably mid forties to seventy. Uh, what's like? Yeah. Mid- I, I saw I, well. I saw kids on it. Very few, but you see a few kids. People drag their kids on there. God bless them. Um, uh, but yeah, you don't see the twenty-year-olds or thirty. They're, they're mostly, I'd say, forty on up. Now we did see. I mean, people in their eighties. There was a. I have a picture of of a gal that was uh, flirting. She was in her eighties and she was with her daughter. Um, 
And uh, they were flirting with another gentleman, uh, or this older gal was, with another gentleman who was clearly in his 80s. I mean, so it's, um, yeah, it's, it's quite the gamut of age. It's crazy. Wow, that makes it uh, makes makes it fun. Yeah. What was the male female ratio? So I, mean, I think I think in this case here, I think like more even 20... than you think, Brent. More really? even than you think. I I, I I would say it was it's probably about the same as the general population. Honestly, I mean, I, I there really wasn't lean one way or the other. I mean, lots of, there are lots of rocking ladies out there, man. Wow, well, that's lots great. Yeah, that's great to hear. Well, and even support of the uh, spouses, even if they said, "All right, I'll kind of go along," but they probably enjoyed it once they did it. Yeah, so, yeah. Funny story. Like funny story. We're at the at the um, uh, gosh, it was the Doc and Show or Lynch the Lynch Mob Show, and it was prior to the show, and so it was on the pool deck, and so I wanted to get there early, of course, so. We got there early, and we're we have our we're right up front, and um, I wanted to go to the bathroom or something, and so I went to the bathroom, and Heather started talking to this gal that was our age, right next to her, and she said they started talking, and they said, well, you know, my husband's a big George Lynch fan. Oh yeah, yeah, and uh, you know he had a guitar made for him, and and she's like, well, my husband did too. And I, what? <laughs> um, well, where are you from? Omaha, where are you from? Omaha. So it was just, it's crazy small world out there. And uh, yeah, so if Jack Christian's actually in a band here in town, and he, he does, he plays that friggin' band or that guitar a lot. Um, it's a beautiful guitar. So yeah, it was, it was very surreal. I mean, uh, which brings me another memory that I have I'd like to share. And that is uh, when we were at Cabo Wabo, we're, we're uh, Cabo Wabo in. In Cabo San Lucas, which you've been there, um, and it's the middle of the afternoon, two o'clock in the afternoon, and they had great band there, and I'm I'm just sitting there, and and on, at one table are the members of Dokken, the other table is the members of Lynch Mob, and Jack is up there talking to George because at the time he was getting his guitar done, and they were they were talking about it, but it was just it's very surreal, just very like holy cow, <laughs> yeah, it's seeing here those. we are Cabo Wabo, one of the most famous uh, cantinas oh, yeah, in Mexico. With these, with all these guys, and guess what they're doing? Exactly what I'm doing: drinking tequila. <laughs> Sammy did it right, and I'm still pissed I didn't get birthday oh. bash tickets this year. I tried uh, once again, but at least oh, I've been you? able to do that. Yeah, so, I yeah. didn't either. I tried also. Yeah. Uh, so you know, I know you had kind of a list of questions. I know you've uh, shared a few stories. Any questions that uh, we didn't get to that you want no, to share? No, you know, I just I had all these things I wanted to talk to, and and because of your outstanding interview, I got to every single thing. I just I just actually just marked off the last two. So hey, I. Appreciate you. Appreciate you doing this, and I for those in the demographic that ever wondered about going on a rock cruise, and they have you know, Brent, they have. It's not just the stuff I listen to, but they have like blues cruises or Rolling Stones cruise or whatever. I if you're into cruises or never been on a cruise, and you like rock and roll, man, you got to do it. It's just it's just a it's a blast. It's it's a memory of a lifetime. Yep. Well, that sounds good. And sometime we'll have to uh, get to one before a lot of our uh, rock heroes have uh, hung it up, like you mentioned, kicks yeah. to kind of start it. So, yep, they're dropping off. So that's gotta, good. Got to get her done. Hey, Very man. good. Hey, appreciate, appreciate it. Appreciate you interviewing me. All and, right, man. Uh, we'll talk soon. Enjoy.